Wyatt, go tell your parents that I need a hand job. <coughs> I hate semen. They're disgusting. 48 minutes of dogs barking. 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 Growl. Growl. 48 minutes of dogs barking. 48 minutes of dogs barking. Is that you're not recording? <laughs> yes, I am. You son of a bitch! Don't do that. So to you, me. you had, you had, you had the timeline so scrunched. I know. I, but I had to look. It's like I know. I literally just pressed the button. This, uh, hi, uh, welcome to the show. It's forty eight minutes. Dogs barking. My name is Jason. This is Brian. Hello. We are here on a Sunday doing what you would call a remedial episode, making yeah. up for a colossal blunder on my end. Yeah. I, uh... Instead, of, maybe we should call it uh, forty minutes of two. And, I mean, we had a great episode. We had a guest on and everything, and uh, and I fucked up. And it was a great episode. It was a great episode. It was, it was so good. Sadly, uh, you cannot hear it because the um, the guest side of the show is gone. So it's just the two of us. And <laughs> That's we, all and I we, got. There's like long pauses going. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah, then, I remember that. And then what? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. No just, way. Damn. Uh, yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Good times, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a good episode. It was too. such a good so, episode. So uh, never doing that again. Yeah, uh, that's why the the Brian saying you're not recording. I I almost lost it. <laughs> I was like, you son of a like bitch. Not twice. You can't do this to us twice. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking god damn it. Yeah, but that one was on me. So uh, so I, we're here doing our remedial uh, episode. A lot of the same topics. Yeah. A lot of the same conversation. I, uh, I noticed you're wearing uh, some slip on shoes. No no laces today. No laces today. <laughs> No, <laughs> keeping everything real low i gotta get my you know I, I don't have the grippy socks but man i feel like i need them yeah <laughs> like i, I should have brought like a helmet yeah <laughs> what are they like the soft tools like the little plastic ones with the kids use uh my first play school is my first podcast yeah yeah <laughs> Oh man, you know, you know that's gonna happen. If it hasn't some, happened already, my first podcast, and it's like, yeah, plastic microphones and shit. Yeah, because those kind of have like the weird springs, so it's like echoey. <laughs> oh you know, yeah, you know, you know yeah. what I'm talking about the plastic yeah. ones. Oh yeah, They're you're right. Shaped like a microphone, it has like a spring or something inside that like resonates and it yes. sounds big. Yes, and it sounds, it does sound awesome. It I did have one of those. Cool. As a kid, I remember having yeah. one as a kid and just screaming like balls into it as loud as I could. <laughs> as loud as you could. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of yelling balls as loud as you can, <laughs> well, once again, welcome to the show. Uh, this week, this past week, I guess, April 20th, uh, Blaze It, Elon Musk, of course, took away the blue check mark for everyone. Yeah. Except for those he decided to punish with it. God, yeah. And that was a whole a whole thing. Yeah, he. Uh, the one person that you don't want to piss off on Twitter is Drill. 
Uh, everybody yeah. knows drill. Everybody knows his whole deal. At least I would hope so by now. The the candles tweet. The corn cob tweet. The we'll have to cover drill in a future episode because yeah, he's this, just. This, I turned the Fourth of July into the Fourth of shit. Uh, they won't even let me fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Any number. Drunk of... drive. It's it's hard to say if drunk driving is good or bad. It gets. I'm I'm, I'm fucking up the format. There's zero you know. difference between good things and bad things. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking imbecile. Crashing yeah. my SUV into the Hallmark store. Just a, a lively character, and he's been on since practically day one. I don't know if that's uh, pretty close, though. Like within a year, I think he registered in like 2007 or 2008. But I yeah, was saying, I mean, yeah, real but, early, early yeah. adopter, and he's always had the same uh, username. It's always been Wint. Well, once he got the blue check mark, uh, it, it, he started doing things like posting <laughs> the the blue, the 2000 flushes blue yeah. with the check mark at it at a toilet. Ah, they got me. I'm fucked. Um, so then he changed his name to a series of things like but... punished <laughs> recantful <laughs> went yeah. and then it was like a, a slave to woke was his last one and it's still he's still up there as slave to woke because uh, <laughs> uh once you re- rename yourself a bunch of times then your account is under review so he does yeah. not have the check mark right now uh, but masterful yeah, uh, watching elon musk destroy twitter ever so slowly it's been really entertaining. I saw uh, someone, you know, with the whole the the spike check marks, people yeah. not paying for it. Yeah, um, Hassan Piker got one. <laughs> yeah, um, just like I saw a tweet where someone was like, "You you you gotta understand how badly you must fuck up for people to be like, I did not pay for this. I, I would pay, never pay I don't for want this. this. Yeah, this is yeah. not my deal. Yeah, just uh... Ian Miles Chong, who looks like something from a Cronenberg film." <laughs> God, just what a nasty little man. Sad. He was like, you know, on democratization of of the the blue check mark is no longer a symbol of elitism. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, it's now it's a symbol of people who aren't getting pussy. Here's a drill. Now that I have the baneful blue mark, I understand the pain I have wrought. I was wrong to torment dog coin guys. I'm jealous of their millions. <laughs> millions, of course, with an apostrophe. <laughs> and then, of course, he also said something like, now that I have a blue mark, I understand. It's it's fine if you want to take pictures with sex criminals. You endorse their behavior, actually. <laughs> All sorts of really, really fun digs uh, about this. Um, yeah, Matt Binder also. Elon Musk gave me mine for free. I'm not even a Hollywood celeb. How much are you paying for yours, Cat Turd? Because you got to know Cat Turd, too, is paying for Cat his. Cat Turd's fucking sucking on that turd. <laughs> Barnacle Jim style. Some of the weirder ones was he gave it to people who are dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, or like, uh, Norm MacDonald got one. Yeah. Okay, some more people who are alive. Stephen King and William Shatner. Lil Nas X, On My Soul, I Didn't Pay For Twitter Blue, You Will Feel My Wrath, Tesla Man. Ian, Mc- <laughs> Ian McClellan, you know, when Gan- you, you've pissed off Gandalf. Uh, despite the implication when you click the blue badge that has mysteriously reappeared beside my name, I am not paying for the, quote, honor. <laughs> uh, Jason Alexander, friends told me my blue checkmark was restored. Don't know why. I've paid nothing. I gave no number. Stephen King reported the same. My account remains, so no one steals the account name. And I can tell you that this madness hasn't happened on Instagram or Spoutable. Numerous accounts still remain unverified, like Donald Trump, Justin Bieber, Bill Gates, Jack Dorsey, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Kim Kardashian, people who Elon probably is beefing with anyway. <laughs> so yeah. just a, you, you can tell exactly who he's doing it for and to, to a degree. 
there's there's speculation that part of Drill's thing was that he was in the campaign to block the blue, meaning any Twitter blue subscriber just block yeah. him on site, which is not a bad idea. Well, there's like a Chrome script you can get that that blocks the the stuff. I don't know if it goes through like the API or if it just like I just know of it. Right. I haven't like looked it up myself, but uh, you know. So there are people that they talk about people getting uh, caught in the crossfire unintentionally <laughs> because they've gotten the revenge or a spiteful blue check mark from the guy who just like blew up a bunch of fucking toxic waste all over uh, a beach in Texas. You're going to have to be more specific, unfortunately, these this day. No, I, I know it's it's uh, SpaceX blew up. and, and Yeah. And, and just... now uh, all their projects are grounded because it's like, <laughs> holy yeah. shit, dude. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> bad. Real I bad. Know. I don't know. Uh, seems bad. Twitter blue celebs weren't the only ones getting canceled this week. Brian, it is with a heavy heart that I must announce that the woke free beer, conservative dads, ultra right, 100% woke free American beer, maybe full title. I guess I'll just have to go pack the sucking dick and drinking Bud Light. <laughs> That's right. So, yes, the, uh, the Rock Island, Illinois company that was going to be bottling and canning the ultra conservative. Allegedly. 100%. Because, because That's of, true. Yes. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right, because uh, Mike Zoller of uh, Riverbend Brewing did say, without our knowledge, our name was listed on the uh, website for a brief period of time. We are not involved. Uh, so it may be that that particular project is dead in the water. One can only hope. Yeah, uh, he's still taking pre-orders last I checked. 20 uh, bucks a six-pack. 20 bucks a six-pack. Six you know, like, I know a guy that, like, fucking will go, like, side project and spend, like, a hundred bucks on a bottle. But like yeah. it's like you know, grinded up with Ghanaian and children's <laughs> tears, and yeah. the hops were grown over the grave of the last true poet, infused with Bukowski's DNA. You know, yeah. it's just it's got to, and uh, and it tastes like s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. Where is this again? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll go. You know, I'll go to a group like Heavy Riff or someplace locally, and like, yeah, of course, I'm gonna spend more to get something that's locally produced and quality but this this is this is literally like cat piss probably like he would probably be using like whatever the recipe is for like a light beer right like he wouldn't even like ask about the hops or no, anything no, like no. it would just really because i mean it's a no, hobby dis kit. no disrespect <laughs> to the the commercial brewer there but i mean no. like that's that's how like um some of the non-alcoholic brews in st louis are made they're like contracted oh, yeah. out through like o'fallon sure and things like that so uh there are brewers breweries well, uh, well-being does that yeah well-being right. does yeah. that yeah um so that's not uncommon it's like not like a terrible practice like the you know you've got the manpower and you got the downtime why not help someone else do something that doesn't have the same access to those facilities except right. for guys like this who can get fucking bent yeah, well, and the, and like you're you're getting that that lent of credibility with with your having this you know well established you know uh, brand yeah. that's going to be doing this and that. It's like, well, no, we're not. It's like, okay, great. Now what? Because I think you mentioned uh, at some other point, like, wh who's distributing it? Like, how are who's you going to get it? it? Yeah. Like, he's I think on the website. Uh, shipping the 48 states or 46 oh states God. or some shit, which I'm going to take a wild guess. He doesn't actually, he has not actually looked at logistics because <laughs> no. there are legal yeah. ramifications and lots of things you have to jump through. And I'm going to guess that he hasn't. I imagine this guy at some point is going to get, uh, he's either going to like disappear like Panama or he's <laughs> yeah. going to get sued into oblivion. Like, well, I mean, think about it like the the pink sauce lady from, from yeah. TikTok. Like, well, she like went legit. 
She did eventually, but the first round of it was literally she made it in her kitchen and sent it out unrefrigerated through the USPS. <laughs> so That's so gnarly. I remember that. Yeah. Eventually she did go legit, but only after the FDA was called, you know, like yeah. this is bad. Don't do this. And you know, and so I have a feeling that something similar mm, might happen. Mm-mm. Taste that listeria. <laughs> yeah, because I mean if you're you know, if you're somebody who's brewing it at home and that's you've never done it before. Yeah. It is very easy to fuck up. Are you talking about like uh, condiments or beer? Either one, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, beer especially. I've, I've done it one time and yeah. I fucked it up and my CO2 concentration was off. So it was flat. So, like it was still beer. It was still drinkable. But it was like the beer had been sitting for a while. It's like, no, it's it's it was on bottling day. Like I did all the stuff. It was a nightmare and it took a month to get a 12 pack out of it. It just was not not ideal not for me uh, my brother-in-law does it apparently and he's he's got this five gallon contraption oh yeah thing. like i knew people in college that like all they did was eat fast food so the fridge was used <laughs> as a microbrew situation and like, right you know it was, it was absurd i think i'd much rather make toilet wine myself but that's you know you gotta burp it even so i mean that's fine yeah just the, the logistics of it is is going to be a nightmare for this guy if he ever decides to actually follow through. I have a feeling he's going to take the money and run. Something tells me. I don't oh, know. Oh, he's <laughs> something tells me. I don't know. Definitely suicide by cop. <laughs> I feel like this is like this guy's going to get in so deep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's going to be at like a fucking <laughs> Texas Roadhouse and like Biloxi, and it's just not going to go. He's going to realize he has no outs, and he's just going to have to try and reach for that cop's gun. Oh. All, be, all because he wanted to make the anti-woke beer. Yeah. He was so mad. Uh, courtesy of Pink News, here's an update uh, that we did not have as of that, that uh, last reporting. Seth Weathers is the gentleman's name. Yeah, the beer company claimed it was due to start shipping the 11th of May, which is about less than two weeks now. Now its website reads that products will ship, quote, approximately 30 days after order. Not great. Yeah. Not great. <sighs> Again, um, and like, and all of this is just because, like, Bud Light made, like, a vanity can for one, a, one vanity a trans can. influencer. <laughs> and everyone just lost their fucking minds or thought that there was a grift and yeah. all of that that they could work. And, yeah, because uh, this guy had a slick video ready to go at the at, at the drop of a hat. There had to have been some some ridiculous yeah. uh, it was in the works for whatever reason. Uh, probably there was going to be like, "Oh, there's a pride can." Yeah, here we go, you know. And he's yeah. like, "Oh, great. It's like a, two months early. I could put this out now." And uh it, it feels like he was caught on the back foot there. He's not <laughs> he's not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What we got next there, chief? Found a new type of guy, Brian. Uh -huh. New wife guy in particular. The I love my ugly wife guy. Listen, my wife my wife looks like a dog shaved ass, but you know what? She's I the one for her. me. Yeah. Yeah, a gentleman by the name of uh, Ben Askren. Some of you may know him. Uh, I believe he was an MMA fighter. He had a a, a book out. How I fuck my ugly <laughs> wife. I don't think that's the book, but uh, you know what? He might he might pivot now, but uh, but yeah, it says uh yeah, he did write a book called Funky. Two times Hodge Award winner, 2008 Olympian and Bellator and one welterweight world champion. And of course, he's a crypto moron as well. Of course. So all around good guy, right? Uh, we love him. 
<laughs> so uh, he posted, I've seen some guys posting on social media lately about how they're winning because their wife is attractive. While I don't disagree, I think finding a wife who is a great mother is 500% more important. And then he tags the wife, thanks, a Bambi, for being such a great mom to our kids. <laughs> and, you know, for the record, for the folks at home, like, this is not like an unattractive no, woman. No, no. You may say that she's like a little plain, but like he also looks a little plain. I was going to say, like, yeah, it's a very good they, match. They honestly. look like if you were. Uh, uh, using AI to to <laughs> generate the most people from Peoria to ever exist. Hey, uh, Mid Journey, can you give me the platonic <laughs> ideal of someone who lives in the, Peoria? The yeah. platonic ideal of Peoria, yeah. just just like a real abstract concept here. Well, so the wife replied. Yeah. This is my favorite part. Ha ha! It's okay. I know what he was trying to say. A winky blowing a kiss emoji. And it's a much better compliment than being pretty. Again, you'd say shit. Nope. He said, look at this fucking this <laughs> gas face motherfucker. Can you believe I fucked this thing a couple times? <laughs> Just rode hard, put away wet, you know. My, my fucking wife, can you fucking believe it? People are saying their wives are hot. Well, mine ain't, but I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting in there every night. Uh, Amy continues, I hope our daughters aspire to love people well and not seek their value in the way they look. Thanks, Ben. I love you more than your pretty face, too. <laughs> I can't get over that. Now, of course, someone immediately jumps in and goes, hey, it looks like he got a hold of his wife's account and started replying to <laughs> Which, these guys, uh, maybe. Yeah, just, just <laughs> what, what a shithead. My ugly wife is so great. I love my ugly wife. I love my ugly, plain wife. Curvy wife guy. It was the very yeah. same thing as like, hey, you know, some people's wives might look like supermodels, but look at the fat ass I pulled. And, and like, and, you know, and like a guy like me is like, yeah, that's nah, pretty, is, yeah, no, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. I understand. I, so, so, I'm with you, brother, but like you, the context here. Yeah, dude. It, <laughs> like, I understand you're like, oh, I don't care about that or whatever. And you're trying to be, because it all is, it's all this like, showing a mirror like aren't i so cool that i don't care about looks but it absolutely fucking backfires each time yeah the curvy wife guy had the same problem it was this like i don't care about that it's like well you kind of kind of do because you're posting I bring about it. it up you you bring attention to it <laughs> yeah the the, the the i love fat chicks shirt is raising a lot of questions answered by my i love fat chicks shirts <laughs> ridiculous these ridiculous men out there i i I don't post about my wife for a lot of reasons, but the number one is like... So you can get caught up. You don't, that's, you don't, that's you don't snare yeah. trap yourself. No, because so. fuck, <laughs> dude. And my wife not, like, might not look great, but I'd like, no, fuck, stop. You know, <laughs> put, put the pause on that. Like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't post about your wife, I guess. It's just a real I simple... Think, uh, I think that's a good rule of thumb. Good rule of thumb. Because if she wants to post, she'll post. You know what I mean? We already had a bunch of wife guys in the past. So, Brian... Speaking of canceling drinks, like we talked about the, the, the ultra-right guy canceling his beer or whatever. They're canceling one of my favorite drinks in Missouri. That's right. Synthetic urine, Brian, uh, is no mm. longer going to be sold. You know what? I guess I'll just have to go over to Illinois and get my fake piss. <laughs> You're rolling down to East St. Louis, and some guy's out on his front some porch piss going, guy. piss, piss. <laughs> you roll down like something that used to be like a movie theater 70 right. years ago and there's right. like just some guy in the nastiest Notre Dame star jacket you've ever seen and he's like y'all want some piss 
And uh, <laughs> looking left and right. The cops are pulling you over as you leave because, like, what are you doing here? And I was, I got lost. And I was trying to get out of the Cleed's Landing. And I just uh, ended up on the side of the river, <laughs> which is, to... which is, if you are uh, ever on the east side, yeah, if you're ever and going you, and, to... you, and you're doing something nefarious, just say I was trying to get out of the Cleed's Landing. And, or you can uh, say I went to the casino and I'm trying yeah. to get back over the river. That's you. You can you can pretty much. You yeah. can bet on that one. Ah, uh, it's, yeah, Missouri banning synthetic urine. The idea, of course, is that people were cheating on drug tests, and so they think this is going to be a way to curb that. But I just, I don't know, man. I think guys like Josh Holler are just going to be going thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Bud Light sales will be uh, hitting uh, hitting that upstream. <laughs> hey yo, oh. uh, <laughs> I, just... I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Is it piss or Bud Light? Who cares? Who cares? Goes down smooth. That's right. I'm, I'm trying to, like, there was a thing called a stadium buddy. You remember this thing? Yeah. It was like you would piss your pants, and it was like a it was like a catheter. You put, but yeah. it was, but it's just like taped on. Yeah. And I think David Sedaris went on Letterman wearing one. He was talking about, it. I was thinking like, oh man, synthetic urine's out. So someone is going to be like selling stadium buddies full of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's your fresh piss here yeah? <laughs> the there's already a uh you know there's a trailer park boys movie that's based around fake piss really is yeah. it about, about about passing drug tests is that what... uh, don't legalize it oh. it's the last one they made and it's probably like the last good bit of trailer park boys media because mm-hmm. all the stuff like the netflix once they got rid of the original guy yeah um it's the first netflix season i remember me and my friends rolled huge joints, got Jets pizza, yeah, like fucking go. got some stag beer, like watched the first season front to back, made a whole night of it. And I remember like the second last episode with like Sebastian Bach of the first Netflix season. It's been like, oh, I mean, I know we just ate a bunch of food. We're kind of drunk and a little fucked up and high. And uh, this doesn't this isn't really like funny. Yeah, this isn't good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last uh, Trailer Park Boys movie, <laughs> movie don't legalize don't it. Okay. Part of, part of the plot, I think it's like the B plot is uh, fake piss <laughs> or army piss because it's pure. <laughs> oh, man. That's like where the uh, the pure blood guys who are like so proud that they're anti-vax. Yeah. And I could dovetail into that. Like, yeah, we got uh, unvaxxed semen for sale, too, you know? Like, or urine. You're in, un, you know, whatever. Wherever. Bodily fluids, where the fuck you want. You got it. <laughs> don't fucking, don't ask too many questions. Why are you asking so many questions? Yeah. You, you, you Do you want it or not? It's you like... a funny guy? <laughs> oh. You cracking jokes here? What's cracking up? jokes? Oh, I got something funny if you keep uh, keep going that way. Throwing a piss bag like a water balloon at him. Is that what's... <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just thinking about like this guy, but. Six on one, half dozen on the other, I, I guess. Yeah. I still think about the time that, gosh, I was probably like 20. And a bunch of my friends were like, oh, man, we're going to buy some weed. And I'm like, oh, I didn't really smoke. Yeah. So I ended up like out some kind of bougie house in Creve Core off Olive. And oh, it's man. just like wrought iron, like patio furniture, the, the kind that cuts into your ass cheeks. And Oof. it's like a dozen dudes, like guys that look like they wanted to be Eminem, just like hanging <laughs> out in this backyard in, in fucking Creve Core. My buddy goes with the dealer into the house. And it's just me with like the guys. I don't know. I just started talking to him. We started like laughing, cracking jokes. And all of a sudden, like the fucking dealer dude comes out and he's like fucking red in the face, veins popping. Oh, no. And he's like, shut the fuck up. 
And I'm like, whoa, oh, what's up, man? We're yeah. just like, I'm just passing some time while you guys do your thing. And he's like, oh, you think it's funny? My brother's back from Iraq and he's pacing up and down the hallway with a fucking gun in his hand because of you fucking jokers. And I'm like, uh. oh. <laughs> and uh, it was the worst looking we have ever seen in my life. Like, it was one of those things like, oh, thanks, dude. You almost got me murdered. For this. For like, <laughs> dude, for like stuff the cops wouldn't take from you. They just say, you know what? This is punishment enough. You oh, go. That was, that's always how it was. Like I would watch, I would go with my friends to buy weed. Yeah, and it would always be these fucking crazy situations. You have to like some dude in a townhouse mm. in like fucking South County, and it's like thirty dudes like all watching one guy play Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and it's like it's the, the there's a litter box in the living room. The litter box has never been cleaned. Just full, yeah. just yeah. It's just all these terrible situations to get like to get weed. That looks like a bunch of bay leaves have been like dehydrated. <laughs> like literally oregano. Yeah. yeah. It's just like the worst shit. And that's like legalization, you know, really speaks oh. to guys like me because you don't have to go to some jackass's God. house. The hassle is over. Yeah. The hassle is over. I mean, you're getting fucking ripped off with tax and everything. But like, I do think that every dispensary has to have the lamest dude you've ever seen wearing a Rick and Morty shirt just to like make you feel bad like what you're doing is no longer cool or edgy yeah there's a guy in a ricky and Morty shirt here with like three mohawks and get the like, vibe right yeah Lou Gehrig's disease and... oh god <laughs> so speaking of movies brian yeah. it's time for our crypto scam of the week baby you're listening to 48 minutes of dogs barking the podcast and now it's time for the crypto scam of the week what we got chief this is a movie tie-in. Uh-huh. So it's a French movie, so already strike one. Kev Adams is a popular French actor who I have never heard of, so that's great. Essentially, he was part of a group that was going to help produce a animated film called Plush. It's about plush animals coming to life. Yeah. Very familiar thing. I think uh, there's been a ton of them. There's been like Ugly Dolls did a movie and yada. I mean, it's it's been done. Yeah. But what makes this was interesting is that a Dubai-based cryptocurrency investor talked him into lending his voice for this film called Plush. That, you know, his star power or whatever led 770 people to invest in this thing, raking in a total of 1.5 million euro, which is about 1.66 million US dollars. Of course, 2 years later, nothing the, oh, yeah. the 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 movies vanish. There's nothing. There, there's no like the money's gone. It's just completely hosed. Essentially, the idea that NFT buyers would be co-producers of the movie, so you get listed in the credits. You get you know, certain perks with like, oh, you're gonna get you'll be able to help write the script, and you're gonna be you know, all this, all this stuff. Media part discovered that it was backed by this Dubai-based company called Illumin Art, which of course made people think of the French animation studio Illumination which is the Minions yeah. guys. Why you would think that the Minions people immediately before doing Super Mario Bros would be interested in this plush movie, I have no idea, but, you know, these people aren't savvy. Whoever the, right. you know, whoever the 770 people are, we're clearly not very savvy with, like, because there was very different names and all that. The project has gone silent the last post, September of 2022, and the actor saying, yeah, I kind of got fooled on this one. Yeah, uh, no shit. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> all my all my bears are gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh Kev Adams even going so far as to saying I committed myself in vain, specifying that he received no payment for the project. Bullshit. 
I regret that people today feel unfairly treated or betrayed, regretting that his integrity and honesty will be questioned following this affair. Yeah, no shit, dude. You put your name on something that turned out to be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and expected people to, like, you know, pay for it. And they did. And then they got fucked. Yeah. yeah. You earned this. <laughs> you walked right into this one. An animated film about plushies. We already had... Lego and Playmobil, like who? In was there a Playmobil? Yeah, there was. It was terrible. I'm sure, because <laughs> it was after the Lego movie, so it was Playmobil playing catch up. You know, who thought 770 people got built by this? That's the part that still astounds me. Not the amount of money. That, of course, you know, yeah, I'm kind of par for the course. But like, so many people. That's a Kickstarter worth of people. You know, that's yeah. a, like probably had something to show for it if you go into Kickstarter at least. You know, or something. I don't yeah. know. Just it, oh, you know. Which makes you wonder if we're just like throwing money at bullshit. Why doesn't the angry video game there do like a fucking NFT movie? I'm kind of shocked they didn't actually. Yeah, kind of. I mean, he seems to be riding the wave. You know, whatever's whatever's cool. So it yeah. feels like. I mean, maybe this episode will get out to him. Maybe he'll hear it. <laughs> be like, you know what? That's not a bad idea, fuckers. <laughs> wow, it's like a buffalo took a shit in my mouth, and then Frey Krueger boo fooed me. I don't even know what boo food means in that context, but I'm just going to roll oh, with fuck. it. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it wasn't a gay man in the 80s. Yeah, right? I mean, shit, you saw Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. It's <laughs> probably That's the most probably, gay film ever made. Yeah. Uh, probably one of my, oh, probably a top 20 movie yeah. all oh, the time. It's great. It's I love probably it. Probably the best Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Did you see there was a great documentary about it called uh, uh, Scream Queen Scream about the making of that and like how, how, like really gay it was and all the performer it's, it's fascinating it's really fun to oh watch. it's a it's a great fucking movie it's, no it is it's surreal. yeah I, I heard about that documentary but now i gotta go watch it. highly recommend it. it's real fun to watch ah <sighs> speaking of things that are fun to watch no i got nothing anyway <laughs> i thought i had a transition like all ready to go this week's main story brian concerns Yet another old website. Oh, boy, we love our old websites on the show, this, don't we? shovel this old shit down my throat. <laughs> I'm a fucking slut for it. So this site described itself as half zine, half blog, half not good with fractions. <laughs> ah, yes, it was called The Sneeze, Brian. Are you familiar with The Sneeze? Never heard of it. All right, so it was the product of one man, a gentleman by the name of Stephen Malaro, identified only on the site as Steve from Los Angeles. PC Magazine called it one of the top 101 websites back in 2005. It won a Blogger's Choice Award. But I think the main part of the site that people really enjoyed was called Steve Don't Eat It. This really reminds me of stuff like Bad Candy, where people would take gross candy and eat it and then report on it. Mm-hmm. Well, are, are you talking about, talking about like weird candy like from japan that tastes like mochi and seaweed yep 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 uh, yep. yeah bad candy had uh, my favorite i thought it was uh, okay i was gonna ask was it more like uh, a candy that was found behind like a wwe <laughs> pinball machine <laughs> well it could have been both but no what bad candy would do is they would import stuff from from mexico or wherever and a lot of it had to do with tamarind because tamarind is such a terrible flavor but bad candy had that one review of that i'll never forget uh for of a german candy called double salt which literally means double salt and so it's like it's like oh instead of you know like a sour candy like a like a warheads instead it's just salt it's just a candy layer two layers of salt 
Yeah, my mouth is drying up just thinking about that one. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's I like that one. So Steve, don't eat it was a big part of the sneeze. The sneeze itself, as the headline actually implied, is pretty much blogging zining. Yeah, very much a slice of life type of blog. Talks about his kid. Talks about his dad. Oh, weird things he used to do. You know. But yes, Steve, don't eat it. That was the one. That was what got me into it. So are you familiar with this, the Steve Don't Eat It section? No. I'm guessing no. Okay. Is that Dinty Moore? <laughs> this is Ralph's Potted Meat Food Product. Oh. <laughs> this is one of the most recent entries. Uh, oh. <laughs> and it does it's look like, like one of those cat things, food. Like, is, it, is it, you know, from a distance? Because I'm like, you know... 12, yeah. 15 feet okay. away let me, here. Let me zoom in. Oh, you don't have to zoom in. You you don't not you don't have to do it for my benefit. But like it looks like one of those things like that looks like very like inexpensive chocolate ice cream yeah. or very good dog food. <laughs> yeah. According to Steve, pulling back the lid, not recommended. Let's loose an odor that punches you in the nose like a stinky fist. If you've ever smelled a can of dog food, it's just like that. Imagine opening the can while your head is wedged in a horse's ass. It's a, <laughs> a smooth, oddly pink meat paste. So smooth, in fact, I dare call it creamy. <laughs> oh. oh. Yep. Uh, it goes through pickled pork rinds. It looks like a cross-section of someone's tongue here. Um, I was going to say, it kind of looks like, a, like you know, we, like the section of someone that had, like, stage four colon cancer. Like, right. It looks like diseased, like, internal organs. Yeah. He says, uh, taking a bite, I realized the swath of fat wasn't chewy. It was eerily soft. This was a blessing because less chewing meant less actual content with my mouth. Uh, he ate begging strips. <laughs> the dog food that's supposed to resemble bacon. bacon. That's right. Uh, he says... Uh, Bacon strip slogan is dogs don't know it's bacon. Newsflash, dogs are (laughs) (laughs) I'll be the one to decide if this stuff tastes like bacon or not, and there's no turning back now. I'm sad to report I did not run around the house yelling bacon. I did, however, run around the house yelling call 911. (laughs) Steve Don't Eat It did cover a, a cereal trend, which was putting things in movies into cereal. Of course, he ate a a couple of handfuls of Urkel O's. Apparently, he got an autographed box from Jaleel White. <laughs> to Steve, God bless, Jaleel White. So that was nice. Actually, it says, I'm not the Steve it was signed for. Lisa found it in a box at a collectibles store. Oh. At this point, it was 14 years old. Oh, it's like people that like go back and drink Old Surge or oh. Crystal Pepsi. Or uh, the one that I, I've seen people like just straight up almost instantly vomit from is uh, Orbits because they had like those little, those little balls of wax. They are not good. Man, like 90s drinks were very really odd. special. I oh, know. I mean, like it was Orbits. There was, you know, the early energy drinks, like the ones that like di- didn't even taste good. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, early Red Bull when you imported it and you got it in little squat yellow cans. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the one that like it would just be like. Had the cheesiest like Adobe After Effects can. It was like yeah, it was yeah. like brown and black. And it would just say like power. Oh yeah. Oh classic stuff. Yeah. yeah. But he also found a box of C three POs, a Kellogg's Star Wars tie in product. He did say the cereal was still good. Uh, I'm a little freaked out. Should I call the Pope? This is a miracle, right? <laughs> uh, here's my favorite one though. Steve Don't Eat It, Volume Five. That's right. Breast milk. 
Until now, the foods I've sampled for this section have all come from the supermarket. Then one day I realized I had a perfectly viable Steve Don't Eat It candidate sitting right under my nose for months. That's right, in my own refrigerator, and it came right out of my wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's right, not just a little drop off the odd finger, but a genuine slug of... <laughs> not drop off the odd... That little little something uh-uh. I got by accident. A genuine slug of freshly pumped wife juice. <laughs> you know, this is at least well written. <laughs> oh, no. It, it, that's probably the best part is that he's got a real fucking wit about him. He knows, you know, like, I put it in a shot glass from the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking it from a baby bottle, he says, seemed too on the nose, not to mention creepy and I didn't have enough to justify a martini glass, although with a splash of Bailey's, I suppose you'd have yourself a nipple-teeny. So So he managed to whip up some chocolate breast milk with a little bit of uh, Hershey's Hershey's syrup, of course. This time I knocked the shot straight back, and two words immediately came to mind. Yoo-hoo. It tasted just like good old yoo-hoo. Oh, I almost want to say that drinking breast milk isn't so bad, except the other two word phrases that come to mind were also stomach pump and kill me. <laughs> he, of course, drink, uh, eats natto, which was a very big thing at the time. Oh, Japanese food is weird. Um, so he yeah. ate the fermented beans known as natto. Yeah, natto is not that great. Uh, it can be good. It's not that great. But honestly, it comes with a packet of mustard and you got to put the mustard on there. Yeah. Just just got to be honest with you on that one. Um yeah, I mean, he went through, oh, God, this is the one that really got. Quitlacoche. You know what this is? Mm-mm. It's a black fungus that grows on corn. And in Mexico, it's a delicacy. Yeah, like cactus or something, yeah. Yeah, so um, this is the can that he opened up, and it looks like a can of, um, it looks like it got botulism immediately from the it can. Looks, it's just, it looks it's like, black. It looks like black bean soup yeah. Yeah. that you don't want. No. <laughs> Don't worry, I checked the ingredients before I tasted it. Smoker's lung was not on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how does it taste? Does it matter? Look at it. Um, well, I've, you know what? Like, I, I does he taste it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What does he, what does he say? Did he say was it terrible or was it okay? Um, he says the flavor is elusive and difficult to describe, but I'll try. Kind of yucky. Hey, that wasn't so hard after all. For any connoisseurs, I'm sure this stuff will go better with red wine or white. How about a bottle of Bactine? So, I mean, aside from his very obvious concern about infection, this one actually kind of got eh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure in the proper context, like, I don't think you can just eat it by itself. It's got to probably be, like, in a dish. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like something you put on a salad or some shit. Yeah, because on the can, like Goya puts out, they suggest putting it in like a tortilla, an enchilada, an enchilada yeah. you know, something like that. He also did, at some point, make... Uh, prison wine. So he got some moldy bread for the yeast, and he details the process. The red prison wine would be, you know, he did the whole thing. And regarding red prison wine, this is one of his friends. I would drink this in prison. Steve, I would drink this in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so we were too busy doing Hey Mister for a bottle of Boone's Farm. <laughs> exactly. When the magic was in the cupboard the whole the time. The whole time, yeah. So apparently. You can purchase a book called You Are Going to Prison by Jim Hagshire, which is where he got this recipe for prison wine on Amazon. Uh, unfortunately, the used, cop- used copies are now going for $34. That's really not that bad for out of print. 
Yeah, I would... for like a niche book that probably only oh, got very, like yeah. less than five k pressed. I would imagine. Yeah, you probably didn't even get a second pressing. So like that's really. I'm waiting out. For, I'm holding out for the ebook. Got to be honest. <laughs> I but then again, how are you going to read it in prison if it's an ebook? So yeah, you may be right there. Well, they give you tablets now. That's true. That's true. I didn't even thought about that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, here's another one. Oh, silkworm pupas. Yes, that's right. Steve, don't eat it. It's a Korean delicacy. Bunde K. I I am going to butcher that. It's Bunde Kai, isn't it? A silkworm snacks. Yeah, apparently, it is a high protein. Can of silkworm pupas. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one, like you know, like the the corn fungus. Like you know what? I guess, you know, that one. Yeah, and I'm sure at some point I will probably try that because that's intriguing to me at least. The same with natto. I'm, you know, yeah. uh, it's one of the. But this, I, you know, I don't know. He does say they had a somewhat familiar flavor of expired canned peas. So not bad, but you know. Not great. Silkworm pupas. The last entry was the tree brain. Trying to be some of that tree brain. <laughs> I knew somebody had it. I couldn't think of how to go with that. But yes, a wild mushroom growing outside his house on a tree there. A mycologist had identified it. It is a sulfur shelf in common parlance. So it does look like a little brain there. Um, he cut it off the tree, fried it up, and ate it. It was the best mushroom he's ever had. Yeah. So, like I was gonna say, like I'd be really, you know, if, as long as it's not poisonous. Usually, these wild mushrooms are. Oh yeah. Pretty fucking tasty. I know people go apeshit for morals and yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple other varieties that grow here in the Midwest. Turkey was it? What they call like turkey? Oh, I think I don't know what it's actually called, but I've I've heard yeah. yeah. That. I, I I have a friend. She's into that stuff. My psychology. Going mushroom foraging for mushrooms and yeah, all that, and coming back with a haul and yeah, because like a lot of them they have the consistency of like tofu, right? Yeah. Okay. Like they're good protein. Like they're good meat substitute, and like. Mm-hmm. And they're usually like good in stir fry or you know pan fry them up. Like oh yeah. yeah. So that's the sneeze. That is the best part of the sneeze called Steve Don't Eat It. I found it really cool that Steve kind of had a, a bit of a, a bit of a media tour going on after this. Uh, he uh, interviewed Adam Savage of Mythbusters. Hmm. Um, let's see here. He interviewed uh, Savage Steve Holland, who directed one of my favorite movies, Better Off Dead, with John Cusack. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Don Novello, better known as Father Guido Sarducci. Um, let's see here. He is friend with the band Cloud Cult and Guster, as well as Natalie D. and Drew Fairweather from the website uh, Toothpaste for Dinner, Married to the Sea. Don't email my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In 2003, uh, Steve was interviewed by Derek and Romaine of the Sirius channel Out Q. May 2008, he kind of quit the site. He kind of came back for a little... Every once in a while, there's a post. Like, I think the last post was 2012. So, I mean, he's posted off and on. Yeah. But uh, he does... As of 2013, Steve had to give up the site. Shit you not. Because he went to go work on the Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> of all the fucking places. That's so- 
God. I know. If you told me, if you told me this guy like smuggled children <laughs> right? into a factory where they were shot point blank, I would be less disappointed and upset. I know. What a fucking ridiculous, like, oh, all that talent. Because, I mean, like you said, he's a good writer. He's evocative. He writes these, like, phrases that you're like, oh, yeah, freshly pumped wife juice. I mean, how the fuck do you <laughs> I'm surprised that never made it on the Big Bang Theory. Oh, know. this is uh, uh, <laughs> freshly pumped wife juice. <laughs> Man, I tell you what. Actually, the freshly popped wife chair was... Re- yeah, I can't do Jim uh, yeah, Parsons, but yeah, uh, I can do it. Fuck that show. That's um, yeah, terrible. I do remember going to uh, Sear Point a couple years in a row with some friends, like 2000, I think we did 2013. Pretty dope spot, Cedar Point. But just like the amount of like overweight, chubby dudes wearing Bazinga shirts was really just like some psychic damage. And it ruined the flash. As a t-shirt that I can wear. Yeah. Because the minute, you know, you see me, yeah, a Midwest 5 with a, with glasses and a it's Flash generous. t-shirt. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> gotten worse as I've gotten older, okay? Started up here, now I'm down here. Wearing a Flash t-shirt in public, you're like, oh, I bet that guy loves fucking Big Bang Theory. Yeah. My, my mother would be like, oh, I watch Big Bang Theory and I think about you. I'm like, fuck you, mom. Yeah, that's insulting. <laughs> this is what you think of me? Are you fucking serious? My my in-laws did it too. They're like, oh, yeah, you're just, you're just like Sheldon. I'm like, are you fucking with me right now? Yeah. <laughs> A, uh, nicer. That's number yeah. one. But also, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I think I've probably watched like maybe 20 minutes of Big Bang Theory in the entirety of my life. It's a shitty show. And it's usually, it's like on at the transmission you know, oh, shop course. or something. Yeah, yeah it's a waiting like, room show. I just show. gotta like zone out. But like, probably like 20 minutes of my life like paying attention to it and just always being like, this is the worst thing I've ever yeah. seen. I'm gonna say, I remember the the uh, late season sitcom that was like, I think on NBC, mm. like in 1999, that was about like Amish people or like, no, people oh, who were like man. just to the first world Oh, it was wow. called like Thanksgiving or something like that. It was like the early Puritans, and there was jokes about oh, they live in one big room. It's kind of hard to fuck, and like Grandma's crazy. And <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like that. That's a good. It, I, I like uh, that. It was it was uh, notoriously bad. I think when you see like a, a cracked list of like the top ten like late season sitcoms that were dead before they were you know they hit the ground. Yeah, uh, that's always like a top two or three. Mm. Or the Giving Family, or something. I don't something know. like that. Yeah, a, a very you know, the, a vague room, a really limited yeah. imagination. There, it wasn't as bad as like the Cavemen Show <laughs> or something like that. I, like. you know what? I legit watched like two or three episodes of that. I was like, come on, there, there's got this, this is such a weird concept. There's yeah, gotta be go somewhere with it, mm. and it just really it didn't even feel paint by numbers. Like no, or even think, lines, right? And I think like that's a there was possibility there, and it just didn't really get the bat off their shoulders. All right, what we got? What we got for uh, shock.jpg. He he as soon as he sees me opening an incognito tab, he knows exactly what's coming and he's right cuz it is shock.jpg time. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. shock.jpg. Uh, we are going to be watching something called One Girl One Cigarette. <laughs> can oh. you can you guess where this cigarette's going, Brian? I, I, I there's only so many places. One girl, one cigarette. Is this an OnlyFans video? No, this is from our good friends. You, I love, I love the, uh, I love the. Uh, you wouldn't pirate a. Uh... <laughs> you wouldn't pirate a nasty porno. Hell yeah, I would. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
Uh, wow, so, she's she's giggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's hitting that cigarette. Did she used to work at Way Out Club? <laughs> oh, wouldn't surprise me. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, ah, oh, not what you were thinking. Oh. Yes, that's right. Oh uh, no, oh no, not the prolapse. That's right. Oh, that's right. Get big old drag. Oh, you're in Flavor Country. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, wait. oh, it's taking the, the butthole yeah. is taking the cigarette from the hand. It has control. <laughs> it has the hunger. <laughs> oh, what? oh, oh, it's where you uh, go. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, OK. Oh, that isn't what I wanted to do. She says. <laughs> really? <laughs> Your butthole wanted it. Oh. And for whatever reason, it ends with a Vincent Price quote. But uh, <laughs> yes, that is uh, <laughs> the mouth of madness. <sighs> um, so uh, for was those a man of you... who lost his cigarette and found <laughs> it in the woman's office. <laughs> so for those of you playing along at home, courtesy again of our friends, the Screamer Wiki, that is a one girl, one cigarette. Um, oh, yeah. You know, um, I thought I thought this was going to be like something, you know, you see down at like the. Uh, VFW Hall or whatever no. on Stag Night. No, uh, but what is interesting is that, like you know, she's a conventionally attractive. Uh, you know, it's like it's like some South Side trash. Right. Like, she, she takes a drag on the smoke. She gives you a little, a little look, a little look mm-hmm. at the goods, uh, and then and then she shows uh, the vagina, and you're like, oh, okay, this is going to be one of them vagina smoking listen. tricks. Yeah, I, <laughs> we, I, I ain't, I ain't the smallest before. guy in the world, but I think I know where that cigarette's going. Except you don't, because then she tries to smoke with her prolapsed anus. <laughs> I, I don't think just try. I think no, I think she succeeds. Yeah, she um, definitely gets a little bit of suction on there. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the cigarette goes all the way in. She yelps and uh, removes it because she has a towel down in case something goes wrong, of course, because that's smart. Safety is important <laughs> here. Just like pats her asshole with the towel. Like, ow, ow. Ooh, um, my asshole. <laughs> cigarette, uh, cigarette burns on the inside of your asshole. <laughs> hey, yeah. So it did she, originate I bet on, she was feeling awkward at her shift at Trader Bob's. Yeah, right? Uh, it originated, of course, on a uh, fetish uh, site I, you know it, it feels very style project really it kind of does but no this one um e fucked uh, was the only one still left that hosted it i don't know who originally did of course it's listed as dirty garden girl but i couldn't find anything on that site and then at the end my favorite part is the vincent price face pops up asking can we see that again mm-hmm. and so they replay it in slow motion <laughs> You know, you want to know something? Yeah. I don't know if you know this about me. Vincent Price and I share the same birthday. Is that right? Yeah. That is in May, right? End of May? Yeah, end of May. All right. It's also the same birthday as Henry Kissinger and oh Andre and Andre 3000. <laughs> so, and you know, the greatest birthday present in the world would be yeah. if you're Henry Kissinger to die. Oh, yeah. Because he's, what, 99? He's just never going to die. No. no. The, the truly evil never suffer. That's That's how it goes. Oh, shock that JPEG. Oh, boy. Um, oh, you know, I thought the one that we had for the uh, the episode, we had the scuttle. Was, I know. Uh, oh, that was But, terrible. you know, you did keep a similar theme, prolapses. I did, yeah. Well, you know, I was trying to uh, trying to salvage what I could of the prolapse shock part of it. So, you know, it kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> keeping well, I mean, you definitely, I definitely thought I knew what was going on with that cigarette. And nope. my, <laughs> my notions 
We're subverted. <laughs> well, thank you. Call me the Rain Johnson of uh, fetish porn videos, I guess. Uh, <laughs> subverting your expectations. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's about time for a breath mint. Brian, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, no shit. So I understand you're going out to a show after this. Who are you going to go see tonight? System Exclusive, who are from California. Uh, Shinra Knives, who is a guy named Ian. Yes. Who is probably the quickest person to accept my friend request and then unfriend me on Facebook. Oh, no. Uh, that was like that was like 12 years ago, so I'm not like... I just, yeah, I just, yeah. That's just like, oh, Ian, I like Ian. Really unfriended me super quick. Super quick, I remember huh? it was like on a holiday weekend or something. It might have been like Thanksgiving. <laughs> like I had seen him at a show. I was like, I should Facebook friend that guy. He's really awesome. I love the work he does. And I he accepted my friend request, and I think like... I checked like later in the day and he's like unfriended. And I was like, man, Luke Machowski took a little bit longer <laughs> to unfriend me. Anyway, Shinra Knives, that's who we're going to go yeah. see. My girlfriend's a big fan and I'm a fan of his stuff too. He's He has a new EP called Protect Me From What I Want. It's a little three okay. song banger. I really enjoy it. The last song, uh, I Can't Live Like This, is uh, like really low key and atmospheric for him. It has a, kind of a nice little piano melody going throughout okay. and most of his stuff's like this very like hip-hop influence like momentum forward electronic music that's like you know you just have like you know the the kick drum going on eighths and then you know there's like uh anime samples and then like it stops to be like oh that thought i was playing and then it goes right back it, it's really it's very internet brain music it yeah. feels very online ian's a really talented guy uh he went by the name parisian for a number of years okay, before that, that he was in, in a duo called safety words which did video game mashups with Ghostface uh vocals which was pretty good um i think i have that one i have one of those i have one i I won one of those uh i think their album release show a million years ago oh wow i think that was like 2000 gosh i might have been 2009 at the firebird okay so a long long time time fan we saw him open up for foxing uh oh that's right earlier the big big uh, super show big super show back in december and my girlfriend was like that shit rule and i was like yeah i'm actually pretty impressed the other band on the bill is sweat fm i think they're from iowa I listened to System Exclusive and Sweat FM. Stuff sound fine. Like, I didn't have mm. enough time to listen to more than a couple tracks. But I'm looking forward to it. I finally got my fucking PC working, like, an hour before we came over recording oh. this. Just an absolute fucking shit show of a situation. So I know. And you're texting me back and forth, like, okay, I did this. Now what? And I'm like, I, I'm not there. I can't look at it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, like, I told you, like, to the folks at home, I'm going to let you know, everything I do in my life... I'm just smart enough. Yes. I am very much so not expert in many things. I'm just smart enough to like drive the work and not get fired. And That's not true. Come on, man. My computer ate shit, geez, like two weeks ago. Thought it was the power supply. Got a new power supply. That didn't work. Bought a bunch of stuff. Then realized that I fucked up and lost a fucking spacer. Oh, God. For my fucking heat sink. That's right. You went on the Micro Center adventure. Yeah, I had to go to the Micro Center, which is like, if you want to know how you disappoint other people in life, <laughs> go to the Micro Center because that energy comes right back to you. Because yeah. it's just, God, I fucking hate Micro Center. Yeah. But then fucked around with a bunch of stuff. I think I got bad RAM from Amazon. Mm. Went back to Micro Center today. Got another set of, of RAM. And put that in the slots that were not the slots that were that the manual for the motherboard described to me. Then that worked. 
and but huh. then the Wi-Fi that was on the Mobo didn't want to work, so I had to go grab my Wi-Fi card that I had in my like. previous build, threw that in there, and then I'm checking network devices and like, oh, now it's there. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm I have yeah. I have popped the side door off that fucking tower right. probably 50 <laughs> times in the last yeah. week, and yeah. uh, I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, next. We're just going to go off the fucking... We're done. <laughs> we're just going to go off the... Uh, I don't know why I spent the extra money for the onboard Wi-Fi if it wasn't going to work first, you know, fucking go, but... Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. So maybe those covet foes will actually be fucking up... Hell yeah. By the time this episode goes... Who knows? Like, fucking, one can only hope. One, one can only hope. hope. Anyways... That was an adventure, man. I, I'm sorry I couldn't help better yeah. than that. I, I, if I don't have it in front of me, I can't really, like, go... Well, like, oh, I, well, like I told you, like the, the, it's either something fucking stupid, like it's bad RAM, or there's some small thing i neglected which is so hard i mean if you've never done it before i've built like a computer three times in my life but there's usually like eight years in between that right it's kind of changes yeah yeah and i was like i I thought i had this all figured out and it turns out i did just one i i had what looks to be bad ram because i Mm -hmm. had four six of eight gig ram right i was telling you before we started recording i like fucking slapped all eight of those in there thinking like well then i'll just see how 64 goes yeah if 64 is real tight then i'll just keep all four yeah and then uh no 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 it doesn't want to boot up and i'm like all right you know what (laughs) fuck it i'm kind of tired of this i'm just gonna deal with the 32 gigs yeah it was, all, uh, it was an epic adventure, man. Jesus. Uh, miserable. Like, I, like it's all I did this weekend was fuck with that computer. Like, right. I've wasted an entire weekend. My apartment looks like shit because I've been, <laughs> really, for the last yeah. week, all my free time that isn't, like, spent with my girlfriend right. has been fucking with this computer thing. Well, thank God you got it done. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very excited yeah, for you. Yeah, I, I, I've been, I was fucking... I mean, losing it. There's, I mean, it's stressful. Yeah. You got shit you need to do. I got shit I need to do two weeks ago. Right. Yeah, and anyways... It did see Bo is Afraid. Okay, yes. Week, last last Sunday, a week ago today. Ari Aster's uh, masterpiece. Yeah, I was uh, you know, I was hanging out with my girlfriend last night at a friend's place. And me and my girlfriend and friend of the show, Danny, went yeah. to go see it. I'm looking at Danny. I'm like, hey, uh, hey, tomorrow, I'm thinking about seeing Bo is Afraid again. You want to go with me? And, <laughs> and he looked at me like I had taken a knife out and was poking at his soft belly meat. The man was terrified. <laughs> Um, I love the movie. Uh, Danny's afraid. Uh, Danny is afraid. I love the movie. Yeah. I love like 90% of the movie. The 10%, yeah. which was the penis monster, which you don't know if I'm joking or not. No. That part <laughs> didn't really get me. But everything that led up to the penis monster, I was like fucking. You were in. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just like a really kind of mean like slow build terror kind of movie. It's also incredibly fucking funny. There's a, there's a, a serial killer that that's introduced in the first act called like the birthday boy. And it's just like a guy, the birthday boy murderer. And it's just like a, a, a guy who looks like a vagrant who's real skinny. He's like in like he's old age. He's got mad hair, wiry beard. And, and he's just got like a fucking like knife and he's just going, he's naked. And so he's got his fucking <laughs> balls hanging out. And he's just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And that, like, both times you see him, that's all he's doing is fuck you. Like, he's just jabbing at the air. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> this makes me want to see the movie even more. It's, I mean, it's, it's like, amazing. I yeah. think. I love Ari Aster's work. I mean, this is the guy who did Hereditary at Midsummer. I mean, like, in my mind, he can do no wrong. So, like. I The first third of the movie is kind of like, what if the worst thing that could happen 
to this character yeah. did happen. Yeah. And it I it depends, I think some of the movie depends on y- your relationship with your mom. Okay. Uh, um so for someone like me it's like, "Oh, this this really hits close to home." I think it also depends like what your like media literacy is. Okay. Cuz I think if you just take it as it comes to you it does feel like a little tedious and a little needlessly mean, but like for me, like I grew up reading like as a teenager, like my favorite writer was Samuel Beckett mm. and most of his work in some way or another is about how much life fucking sucks. Bleak. And, he, yeah. and his, <laughs> his, his, his trilogy, Malloy Malone dies, the unnameable are kind of like about like the worst thing happening to the narrator. Yeah. Um, the worst thing that the narrator can imagine happening and happen, it happens. Yeah. Um, and it's just like the, the, the meekness of one soul against the, the 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 terror of an uncaring, cynical world that has no use for you. Damn. So for me, it's like, oh, this is this is like if, in line with yeah, yeah. I I have a frame of reference for this as both personal and uh, scholastic. Oh, okay, okay. Even say, and it, you know. He gets hit by a fucking truck oh he, and he wakes up being taken care of by uh, this couple, the father of which is uh, Nathan Lane. Mm. And so he's like, Bo, I know you got some uh, really big nuts there. You know, like <laughs> your, your testicles are descended. Um, is it Nathan Lane doing a Mark Levin or is it it's just... kind of well I mean it's a it is uh, in a way a very Jewish movie okay my understanding so there's a lot of people who I don't know oh, if they're yeah, Jewish it was, but... it was described as the Jewish Lord of the Rings yeah at some point of... <laughs> uh, Scorsese seemed to love it so I'm already I, yeah, uh... um, unable to get over the death of their son who died in uh, a fight in Caracas you know he died a hero and there's a guy, a psychopath, who was his war buddy, who lives in an RV on their property, who is played, I shit you not, by the farmer from the first scene of Inglorious Bastards. Oh. And so you think about how subtle that performance is in Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. And he's just like a guy that's going, <laughs> you know, like, you know, firing machine guns, throwing grenades and like, you know, army crawling around the fucking ground and shit. And. You know, and the go past that point, I feel, is like getting into spoiler territory. Yeah. But uh, it's really fantastic how just insane and funny and upsetting it is all at the same time. It's very much a piece with his other movies. Yeah. But it's a three-hour fucking film. And, I, and, yeah. and when, when it ended, there was silence. Yeah. And there was a guy, like, a row behind me just goes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Oh, no so one got up and mind you, no one got up and left. Everyone <laughs> sat through this. No one right. got up and left and was like, fuck this movie. Because right. believe it or not, when I went to go see Inglorious Bastards in the theater with my father, there was some fucking hillbilly that got halfway <laughs> through the film. I didn't know this was a fucking foreign film. <laughs> and like, and I kid you not, he looked like he looked like a guy that no. owned a feed store in Barnhart. <laughs> like the fucking yeah. generic blue jeans, like the suspenders <laughs> over a plaid shirt. Oh wow. Like I think yeah. he might even have like a straw hat. <laughs> he looked like he looked like like an extra in a movie that you just like, yeah, it's set in the south. What do you Set doing? in the south, you know, the guy goes, Boy That boy no, ain't right. drinking fountain for you. <laughs> There's the one over there. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Uh, even my dad, who is not a man with perfect politics, was like, 
that guy's a fucking loser. <laughs> and he's right. Yes, like, absolutely. My dad, my dad's got some fucked up opinions, and he was like, that guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you can't enjoy a, a movie wherein a a Jewish soldier takes glee in killing Nazis, what do you what do you want out of life? I mean, yeah. Like... But I was afraid is and and and, and the put a fine tip on that. After the guy's like, what the fuck is that? Like, the theater has a conversation with itself about how much they didn't like it. And it went on for about a minute, minute and a half. Everyone's being like, yeah, I don't really understand. What the, what, what does this mean? And like, huh. which I've never seen. Because I mean, I've gone to a screen of Cannibal Holocaust in the Tivoli yeah. where uh, it was fucking packed. And by the time they were cutting open the turtle, <laughs> it was me and like 10 other people. Oh, yeah, they didn't know what they were getting into with that Oh, one, I, you know? I didn't know. Okay, so three hours, really divisive. I, immediately, I thought of Inland Empire, like a, a Lynchian experience. Yeah. Well, you couldn't fucking pay me to watch a David Lynch movie. I don't have time to think like that. I don't know. Maybe I, when I was younger, but I'm like, I'm turning 37 in the month. That's true. So, like, uh, I don't have time for, <laughs> for like, oh, is this really deep, or is this just a guy that, like, has sandwiches gave him a stomach ache and this is what he thought about it <laughs> it's 50 50 with david you never really yeah. know someone uploaded the uh super mario brothers movie the on twitter, twitter. <laughs> and, so uh, did you watch it <laughs> i watched like about the first 15 minutes yeah, what'd you think i uh i got to the part where they were at like eating dinner with the family and i was like you know what i've seen all i need to see yeah that I was like, wow, this is disappointing. Like, this feels really flat and predictable. Yeah. Because I grew up a Nintendo nerd. Yeah. Same. And there was so many little things in that 15 minutes that were like callbacks and references. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's neat. That's cool. And then you realize like, oh, that's all this is. Yeah. It's There's really no depth to it. And it is kind of like just like a soulless product. What did you? Uh, okay, it's Illumination Entertainment. It's I've, the guys. I've never sat through. I was gonna say it's Despicable Me. It's a Minions. It's a. I've it's never. A sing. I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. They're. I can't they're, sit that's their whole that. deal is flat soulless entertainment. I mean, in in the opening moments of Sing Two, they bought the rights to Let's Go Crazy by Prince, and they massacre it, and that's the opening of the movie. Okay. Wow. They have Halsey, in the movie. Performing her own song, so that's fun. Um, just it's it's fine. More like palsy. Hey, uh, <laughs> no, 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 that one's staying because oh. it was good. That's their whole spiel. That's their whole deal. Is is it's just it's just there. I urge you to watch the rest of it if you can. If it's I'll still up to, there I'll somewhere, to find it. yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things where like, am I just going to sit here and watch the Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> on Twitter? <laughs> on Twitter because. I know there's no way in hell that I'm like going to go pay no. to see this. And I wouldn't expect you to, someone without kids. Of course, that's not, yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely not your deal. Well, you know, I've gone as an adult and seen Pixar movies with like friends before, like well, on Pixar a Saturday movies, with all... Pixar movies are a whole different yeah, like, deal. I saw Inside Out, like like a 2 p.m. screening on a Saturday. It was, we were probably like the oldest people there that didn't have kids. Didn't feel weird because no. it's like, it's, it's like animation. It's, right. it's like, I think Pixar movies kind of appeal to a wide, Age they definitely bracket. do for sure yeah like, like the the opening of both up and wally are some of the best work they've done and a yeah. lot of it is because there's no dialogue and 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 wally's a fucking sex pest <laughs> i don't know what is this because he bugs eva is yeah that okay All right. and then like you know she deactivates oh and now she no longer has her agency oh boy and he's like i can do whatever i want with this oh uh. 
Now you ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wally should have been voiced by uh, Aziz Ansari. And then I got a tummy ache. <laughs> Fat, brown, and on the ground. That's not supposed to go in my <laughs> ain't it? I, I, I have not consumed any media with him in a long time, so I don't really remember his patter. Yeah. But he really does have a cadence that is like, it's really funny. Yeah. And then by the end of the comedy special, you're like, Jesus, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely got that vibe from his last one. It was like, shut up, dude. Even if you're funny, he's. A, I'm not saying he yeah. isn't a funny guy because he is a funny dude. He Holy can shit. be. Yeah. Well, I saw. In the past couple days, we saw both Ant-Man, uh, Quadrophenia, quadr- Quantum... What the fuck is that? It's Quantum... Quadraholics? <laughs> it's Quantum Mania. It's the name of Ant-Man. Yeah, what a fucking terrible name. It's just a terrible name. Apparently a terrible movie. It's fine. That is just, it's fine. It's okay. Well, Again, I, a, lot know, of it, a lot of it is the goodwill that I have for Paul Rudd. That carries it for well, the most the of it. The first two Ant-Man movies were fun. Yeah. I didn't care for the way the second one ended because it's just no. like, cause they were trying to do a whole like, oh, we're going to dovetail this with the Avengers shit. And like, OK, but give me something at least because the movie just literally just ends like, OK, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, Ant-Man will return in uh, the Avengers. I'm like, fuck you. Tell me a story and have it end. Don't have it just go. See you later, true believers. You know, whatever shit they're going to say. But Excelsior, just, we've man. got your dollars. <laughs> That did. It really is what Ant Man. This Ant-Man is Geralissimo Stan Lee here to say, <laughs> "What's up, sucker?" He really did cut that figure, didn't he? Um. So, so Ant Man. There yeah, we were looking at all these schmucks in the test screen, and I was rubbing my hand like a happy Counting merchant, and I was thinking about that cold hard cash Counting in my hands. Dollars. Yeah. So, so Ant Man uh, Quadrophenia. It was uh, carried along by a lot of goodwill yeah, that I had. Uh, fucking jack Kirby's wife (laughs) and that's how i got the idea for spider-man carried along by a lot of goodwill that i have for michael douglas and michelle pfeiffer and a lot of the a lot of the actors that are not uh jonathan masters that were in that uh the one point of contention of course that i have is fucking modok modok is such a stupid character to begin with it's a giant head with these goofy little spindly arms he's the mechanical organism designed only for killing what they did in this movie, though, spoiler alert, is that they took the villain from the first Ant-Man movie, who I think called himself like Yellow Jacket. Yeah. If you remember how the first Ant-Man movie ends, his suit malfunctions, and then he just like disappears. Apparently, where he disappeared to was the quantum realm, which is sub 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 space which is its own universe within our universe yeah and because of his suit malfunction his head was huge right and so he gets brought in by kang the conqueror and made into modok but so he's not a machine he's not a mechanical organism right yeah and designed he's not designed he was a person to begin with only for killing so he is he madok he's a man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Design only for killing. Just... He, uh, he looks like the guy that Jennifer Aniston works with in uh, Office Space. Yeah, exactly. It's oh, a boy. Rube. Just worthless. And, and it just the, the effect that they have, because, you know, they, they have they have to do it all CG because that's there's no other real yeah. easy way to do that. But it just it looks like fucking shit out of Spy Kids. It looks like Robert Rodriguez came in and be like, hey, um. Here, I got a way to do that. 
<laughs> Put George Lopez in that thing. It's just, oh, Jesus. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm Moda. <laughs> Honestly, I think George Lopez probably would have had more fun, at least. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I think what has really categorized a lot of the recent, like, post-Infinity Wars Marvel films is joyless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm really, really wondering if I'm going to go see the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, I, I got to give it to Guardians because, A, there's... I don't know. I think I think I like those characters more than I like a lot of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Just because, again, it's a James Gunn flick. He really knows what he's doing as far as like delivering a movie. Yeah. Because the first two Guardians of the Galaxy flicks, top notch. Love them. They're great. Yeah, they're really fun. A lot of his alumni show up in them. Of course, you got your Nathan Fillions. You got your uh, Michael Rookers there. They'll they'll be showing up in these. And and I mean, he he knows how to direct a really entertaining flick. I think that's what Derek Marvel desperately needs right now is someone who knows how to deliver the goods. Because I mean, what the, the people they got now, Eternals was boring. You know, Shang Chi was okay. It pretty much coasted on a lot of its Jackie Chan shit that only lasted for the first bit of the movie. I'm trying to think of it. Black Panther was kind of a snooze fest. You the know? first one was it was fun. I'm talking about the second one, the newest oh, yeah. one. I yeah, the the space Mexicans and the water <laughs> Mexicans. It was water. Mayans. I, I had Same to. I had difference. To, eh, but I, mean, uh, I, I have. I've had enough Hispanic friends and acquaintances tell me like eh, it's, it, it's. It's really like someone being like it's the equivalent. It's the Hispanic equivalent of being like no, I'm not. Why I'm Irish? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's a distinction without a difference. You're right. Yeah. But <laughs> but uh, right now where Marvel shines is television. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, like the first season of Loki was solid. Really like She-Hulk. Really like Moon Knight. You know, Ms. Marvel was great. I'm glad they're doing a Marvels uh, mm-hmm. movie where they're getting all the the Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and then Monica Rambeau. They're getting yeah. all those three characters together as like a team up movie. Cool. I like that. With the exception of like Daredevil, there's not been a lot of good Marvel TV until yeah. recently. But it feels like the movies are falling down. And it's it's the imbalance of what it was when the MCU started. The TV was shit. You had Agents of Shield, which is still a dog shit show, and, and like what Cloak and Dagger, which got canceled. So yeah. <laughs> it wasn't or uh, Runaways. Yeah, but even that was like it got canceled. You know what I mean? So the balance is tipped in back to the television sides. So like all the TV stuff is where the interesting shit's happening. Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier was kind of cool. Or you had like Hawkeye. The Hawkeye show was pretty decent. So, yeah. So you've got a lot I of, I forgot the there was a Hawkeye show. Pretty good. He brings, he's bringing up his daughter to be another, uh, uh another superhero kind of thing. Yeah. I, I think the only like extended the TV shit I've seen has been Loki mm. and mm. WandaVision. And I thought when the WandaVision was fun to a point, yeah. Um, Until it got too concerned with lore. It was like, no, man, I'm not in it. For, I, I'm in it for the quirky shit that you started the show with. Keep keep going. With I that. mean, I think they, I, I will give WandaVision as I think it actually, everything is sell to do it accomplished. Sure. Which I can't say for a lot of Marvel stuff. No. Well, most Marvel stuff. I mean, I mean, Love and Thunder probably what cost <laughs> like $300 million to make. And it was, it, I'd rather watch fucking like, Something goes riffed on MST3K. <laughs> yeah, you know it's like eh, it's a it's it, a two and a half out of five. You know what I mean? Like it's right in the middle. Ooh, just I feel a, like that's. I think it's a one. Maybe a little generous. Okay. I mean, yeah. if it doesn't get like, doesn't win like a Raspberry <laughs> Award. Uh, there was definitely some cringe shit, but I, I I think what buoyed it for me was bringing Natalie Portman back. I really like her character. 
Everything else was, this doesn't need to be here. Christian Bale did an interesting thing. So, I'm, again, I'm like, oh, you got But, these... like, but you, so you have these good elements in a movie that is otherwise unremarkable. Hence where I'm in the middle. Yeah. It. It's like, these things kind of outweigh this thing. I don't know. I'm... I'm, I, I guess I am more generous with some movies where I'm like, well, I had a good time. You know? I, I did I, not have a good time. <laughs> and I think part of it, too, is I saw the drive-in. Oh, so yeah. The, no, we definitely is a different watched experience. watched it on my friend's couch, and we were the whole entire time just being like, this is bad. <laughs> it was one of those things where we had, had a conversation about how shitty it was. We realized we were like two-thirds through. Well, I guess we'll just fucking finish it. Yeah. That is a definitely a very different experience. I mean, you're seeing it with a... With a crowd of like Southern Illinois finest in the in the middle of a cornfield and a drive-in, drinking Coors Banquet. Indeed, indeed, uh, it is BYO over there at the uh, at the drive-in. So yeah, you uh, whatever you can get at the Schnooks next door, you bring it on in. That's a beautiful thing. The other thing that we watched as a family, <laughs> we watched Tommy Boy. Yeah, you um, want to do that to your children? Well, you, teach, honestly, teach them teach them that in the nineties, the funniest thing was a guy going. I'm going to uh, put the titty in my mouthy. Well, you know. Wait, wait. That, no, that's. I mean, I. Associate that's Adam that, Sandler. Yeah. I associate all that stuff to be the same, like stew. No, it, Chris Farley, with the exception of a few fat jokes, he managed to get through most of that movie. Was that the fat, the big fat guy? In the fat little, guy in a little coat. That one's that was pretty that. good. Jokes about catching your friend jacking off. I mean, that's not. Yeah. Who, what's What's not funny about that? You know what? Yeah. I, 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 like the more I think about, it, like you know, what, Tommy Boy wasn't that bad. It definitely had some. It's jokes. really buoyed by the supporting cast. You get to Brian Dennehy in there. Yeah. You got your Dan Aykroyd. You got. You know some some pretty pretty decent uh, supporting characters, but man, David Spade and Car- and Farley you put them in a movie together. It's it's fireworks, and, and some of the shit is like, uh huh, okay, he's calling him fat for like nine, most of the movie. Crow <laughs> like, say he calls him a fat. <laughs> Call like, oh, that didn't age well. No. Uh, <laughs> And like he comes up. With wow! These... Wow! There, Tommy boy, what ear you got pierced? There <laughs> seems a little. F-y. Those shoes are definitely bi-curious. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no, it was more fat, like fat guy in a little cod piece. <laughs> hey. Didn't he do the Chippendale sketch? That was a big, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently that was a uh, low war mark for everyone that was working on the show that yeah. had a conscience. But... I did hear that that yeah. interview with uh, Howard Stern where David Spade's like, yeah, Chris never really recovered from that, and like. Um, he always felt like, oh, isn't it funny that he's fat? Like, uh, well, I, I mean, I never, I guess when I think about Chris Farley, I, the things I think that make him funny are not that he's fat. It's, no, I mean he's a big guy, big but guy. Like, yeah. But I guess how animated. I mean, if he were, oh god, yeah, if he were like a skinny guy, it would have been the same thing for sure. Like it's two or three different times in the Tommy Boy movie, he does like these huge cartwheels. Yeah, and you, you think, okay, that's a stunt double or whatever. No, that's oh. Chris. It's just yeah. well, was he just... like a fucking like wrestler in high school or some shit? Oh yeah, I mean he was spry. He was yeah. just big guy. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where like, oh, you don't think he can move like that? Yeah. Like, no, he can, and he does. I, I mean, mean, even like Beverly Hills Ninja, which is not a great movie, <laughs> like he's pretty fucking funny. Oh yeah, Dirty Work. Oh, Dirty Work. Yeah. Got my nose bit off by a Saigon <laughs> whore. <laughs> He does shine in that one, and it's yeah. him and Norm Macdonald in that scene, too. God. Yeah, boy, what a... Oh, these trunks. They're full <laughs> of hookers. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Norm. We miss yeah, you. Yeah, so many dead people. So many the, dead who, people. And who's alive from that movie? Yeah, David Spade and... Uh, uh, fucking dude from Howard Stern. Oh, yeah, Artie. No, Artie. Artie Lang's in there. Artie Lang's alive. Artie Lang is alive, yeah. But, like, him. 
Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, you you <laughs> figure Artie would have gone right around the same Is time. Was he like a garbage man or something? God, I don't remember. I don't know. I just know that they were both way into cocaine. You um, don't say. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Belushi curse. Big guy into cocaine. Well, th- I think that does it for the program, Brian. How do you feel about it? I feel pretty good. All right. Well, this is where we tell people where to find us online with comments, complaints, suggestions, recipes for cake, and various uh, interludes. Like Ari Lang w- was a garbage man as part of a drug court program. No shit. <laughs> yeah, that's where that <laughs> He did enough from. blow that he got landed in jail. Oh, he, like, he like completely destroyed his nose. I, I, I remember I him. I make fun of this guy's addiction. It, it, it's no. just, uh, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I, I mean, there were several times I, I was a huge Stern watcher at the time, and yeah. I still am now. Um, not watcher, but listener. But he would be falling asleep in the studio, like, yeah, yeah he's doped up again. <laughs> and we have Gary Delabonte go over there and like kick him. Just it, it, he was he was nodding off. Beal juice is Beal juice is putting fries in his mouth. <laughs> Come on, man, wake up! <laughs> oh God, we should. <clears throat> I know all the Beal juice. The one where he thinks he's talking to Obama. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to fuck you up. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. there was another one where he was talking to somebody. It was like another, a, 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 like a, a person way more famous than him. He's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I think it was one of those ones where they had an impersonator on. Because they do that on, on the Howard Stern. Yeah. Just have impersonators. But yeah, it was like, a, um, I think it was somebody impersonating Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I said before, this is about the time of the program where we uh, we tell you to go fuck yourself. No, this is where we tell you where to find us online. Or both. I don't know. You can find me at Videocrime, V-I-D-E-O-C-R-I-M-E, on Twitter and various other places, including, hopefully, coming soon, Blue Sky. We're waiting on that invite. You can also find me on TikTok and Instagram as at CEO. Brian, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ishotgidibor. That's I-S-H-O-T-G-U-I-D-B-O-R-D. If you want to check out my music photography, my portfolio URL is assholemusicphotographer.com. Asshole. <laughs> um, and if you want to check out you know, the writing I do about concerts I photograph and things like that, my, my little write-ups, I guess. Uh, that's a music photographer. Fingers crossed that we'll have the covenant. Uh, yeah, man. I know. Jesus. I know. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, not I don't have a lot of stuff that I'm probably going to be shooting this month, but the summer is actually looking pretty good for St. Louis. So. Sick. Nice. So we'll see. You can find the show at Four Eight Minutes of Dogs on Twitter and various other places. You can support the show patreon.com slash four eight minutes of dogs. Of course, the website four eight minutes of dogs com. Shoot us an email, Jason at four eight minutes dogs com or Brian at four eight minutes dogs Send me goatsy. Please do. And you can uh, leave us a voicemail, send us a text at our phone number three one four Ahoy Poo. That's three one four two four six nine seven six six. We're going to leave with a little bit of music, as we always do. One of our favorites here, Pissed Jeans. Brian, you're a Pissed Jeans fan? Oh, yeah. I got a stadium, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that synthetic urine story, right? It kind of fits. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Pissed Jeans, the song Love Without Emotion. That about does it. And this is where we say namaste and good luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
still find 